judulnya This is like our version of the time traveler's wife. Hot fresh light is on. That's when I go, baby. Did you ever stop and think that this might all be one big cosmic joke? <laughs> He's the one they call Dr. Feelgood. He's the one that makes you feel all right, don't you know? Quitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But Twitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Twitters never Twitters never give up. That's it. Twitters never give up. Because I said Twitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Get all liquored up. Might make the show better. Hola, party people. It is uh, Quitters Never Give Up, episode 97. I have come from a long weekend in Vegas, celebrating my wife's birthday and Valentine's Day. Nice. Oh, it's a camp dog <laughs> type of broadcast. Nice. I am riding the drinking horse. Oh. No, 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 no. Miss that button. <laughs> In the boo horse now. Exactly. Uh so I put together the I put together the theme like five minutes ago and the podcast roundup like five minutes ago. So good luck to us. May the force be with us. Nice Let's say hello done. to the rest of the quitters. Let's say hello to Lindsay. Up. <laughs> How about Jen? Hello, my party people. I want the one and only listener, Edwin. Heidi ho. All right. What are we getting this started with? Should we get this started with uh, messages? Hit it, Steve. Quitters never give up. It is your caller, Steve, here. And I got to say, the most recent episode, very good as usual and as far as all the burp stuff i mean that's kind of funny to me i mean it's the a burp is you know farts are funny then the burp is the mouth fart kind of thing anyway you know i used to learn how to suck air and to make myself burp manually can't really do it at the moment i was earlier Anyway, but, uh, you know, listening to Kevin, I don't know how they didn't bust him on this when they were talking about that long burp and how, you know, this guy had to be like 200 pounds and then he'd burp and be 100 pounds. I mean, what does he think he's, I mean, I almost weigh 200 pounds. I mean, what does he think, how much does he think air weighs? Anyway, keep up the work. Bye. All right, so Stoneman loves the burps, loves our show, thinks burps are funny, thinks farts are funny. We're a little worried about our show then. But he doubts Kevin's grasp of physics? Come on. <laughs> and you can't doubt Kevin's grasp of physics. Kevin Kevin holds a, a degree in physics. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know the Kevin theorem. We learned it in school. Definitely, the writer theorem. What was the writer theorem, Lindsay? Seven Sundays to September. 
What about you, Edwin? Do you like burps? I think it's a guy thing. Not that much, actually. But it was just funny that it was Lisa's idea. That's that's what tickled me about it. I, I remember when I was little, I used to be able to burp the alphabet and supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> it's just kind of a thing you try to do when you're a little kid. Should I try yeah. it now? <laughs> no, I don't think you should. <laughs> okay. And I I think burps are plenty funny too, but you know, ASMR burping isn't quite my Wait, style. Wait, what? How can that be? I don't know. That's a thing? Oh, I got to look into this. Everything is a thing, Edwin. In our old tapes we made when we were kids, my friends thought burps were hilarious. And they were really good at it. I'll have to bring those in for Steve next time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. All right, let's go on to the next message. Okay. What's up, quitters? It's Luke from thegildedplaylist.com. Just listened to the episode entitled Butthole Surfers. Thought I could drop in another Butthole Surfers for Christopher, since that seems to have been his entire goal behind submitting the song. Uh, Mutual Admiration Society is in full effect, and I'm loving it. Um, uh, thank you, guys, for the shout-out and for including us in the Kevin and Bean wrap-up. Uh, we are certainly not worthy real quick i just want to give my pitch if people want to go listen to the songs and vote it's not as hard as Lindsay or maybe others think it is uh Lindsay actually gets it I, I get it if it's complicated we make it complicated somewhat on purpose but the whole point is you go to the gildedplaylist.com there's a link at the top called the marinator that is always updated with the songs that we're listening to you listen to the songs a little bit you come back to the website you click on the link that says vote and then you decide if you dug those songs or not that's it it's a fun little game. It's ongoing. Love it. Love you guys. Shout out. Where's my too much information and shit drop? And I actually checked it out last week and it is fairly simple. It was just, um, and, and they have the songs and everything. I just didn't have the time to listen to the songs to be able to go and make any educated guess on anything. Just, just do it. Just listen to it and say, you don't like it. Or I know, but then I can't yeah. listen to podcasts. <laughs> it's like a 20 minute chunk out of your day i think i i know i think what happens though when it comes to music is i just tune out and then i start thinking in my brain we don't want that yeah. I, but i'm listening to podcasts and i'm listening i'm taking in information so that's that's my problem I start thinking in my brain <laughs> yes, i get that i don't want well, all of a sudden you yeah yeah and that was one of the things that was one of the great things about the podcast with kevin and bean ralph anybody <laughs> along the way is when i went for hikes then I could listen to a podcast and be entertained and not think about my life. It was awesome. Mm. That's all. I'm learning okay. a lot about you today. I know, right? <laughs> well, Luke. Shout out. Thank you for the shout out. <laughs> you recognize that? Drive? Shout out. What is it actually I, from? I don't know. It sounds like the I, I stole it from his podcast. Nice. I knew that shout part. out. <laughs> all right next message hey again quitters it's uh luke again i didn't want to just leave only one message that was just shilling for my show so um cool to hear that some of you guys were able to go to the ralph live podcast and i wanted to get everybody's take on live podcasts um I've always kind of been anti, and maybe that's just because I've never lived in a place where I could actually go see one myself, but podcasts are always, you know, when they're recorded in a studio and under normal circumstances, the audio quality is really good. It feels very personal. 
Whereas I feel like the live shows have a lot of downsides, which is the quality is not that great. There's a bunch of time spent listening to people cheer and woo and stuff like that. So as your average listener, the live episodes were always kind of, you know, not as good for me. So curious to get everybody's thoughts. Keep up the work. <laughs> Listen to our live show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen to our studio shows. Jeez. There's no applause right, so- and it's just as off the rails. <laughs> so Eddie and Chris, what are your thoughts? You were there. Go Eddie. Uh, he may have a point as far as audio quality. It might be one of those things where it's a lot of fun to be there. Maybe it's not as much fun to listen afterwards, you know, audio, but like, how did this get made as a podcast? I listened to a lot. And at first I thought, I don't want a live show. You know, the audio is not as good. There's interruptions for cheering and blah, blah, blah. But there's an energy to live shows that actually adds a lot to it, I think. I agree. Yeah. It, it, it depends on the performer, I guess. It's like Ralph really feeds off the crowd. The the people on What Does This Get Made, they're all comics, so they all feed off of the crowd. And, yeah, their live shows are just – I, I want to go to one of their live shows, but the, the recordings are, are really good. They're really good. The quality is nice, and the pacing is nice, too. Yeah, you make a good point because they're all comics on how did this get made. So they're used to performing mm-hmm. and they know how to hit the spot, how to let the audience, you know, get in. So maybe it depends on the podcast. So if it's a performer-centric podcast like that, it would be fine. Well, I mean, Ralph started, you know, is one of like the early adopters of the live podcast with his Kevin yeah. Smith stuff. So I think he knows kind of well enough how to adapt it. But I think it's never going to be the same as it is when you're in person that's i mean that's the i guess that's that's the draw of having a live event yeah it's going to be it's going to be a lot different because there's there was a visual aspect that you just don't get yeah especially when it jackpot the clown and all that stuff yes and and here's the thing so i live far away i can't go to the stuff either um but when i listened to that show it was funny especially when i listened to the last live show it was like oh my god you know, Chris and Eddie must have had a blast. How fun is that? Because that energy does come through on the podcast. And, and I mean, Steve used to be a musician, right? So he's used to public speaking crowds, whatever. Eddie's a comedian. So you have just the perfect mix, I think, um, with those. Yeah. And and then it was Jen's first time. And she, we know she's amazing. No, yeah, it, it was it was fantastic. And then you get the audience participation. You'll get like, and how did this get made? Hollywood Babylon and the Ralph Report. You'll get somebody shouting from the crowd. And they mm-hmm. get to feed off of that. And yeah. there's drinks. They get yes. to they serve you drinks. So that is always a good part of the live <laughs> podcast. Excellent. One thing I would say is that it's not that one's better than the other. I would say that it's different. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a live performance and a studio recording. They can really make it yes. perfect in the studio, but yep. a live performance has a lot of energy. So yes. I just think they're a different vibe. Yeah. Like musically, if you're listening to an album or whatever, and it's the studio cut, then you go to a live concert and it's just ramped up that much higher. So yeah, very true. Very, very true. Shall we do, shall we move on to the flashback that needs no introduction? Let's. Yes. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now, flashback. Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. 
Um, but I'm going to um, sidebar really quick. And I have one that needs no introduction. And then I did Christopher's request of Marin Dungey when she sat in for the first time. So I don't know if you want me to introduce that one because it's not. Introduce it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start with Marin Dungey. The first time she was a, she sat in, she was doing, a, um, okay. So I want to say it's once upon a time. Is that right? Yeah. I don't watch that stuff. So anyway, um, anyway, so she got to sit on with Kevin and Bean and, uh, she wanted to stick around and, um, talk about, uh, no, she wanted to stick around for, um, it was a Friday so she wanted to sing uh, Don't Blow Bart. Bean, are you all right? You feel a little lightheaded? Are you going to faint tonight? Or you, today I, you're good. I, I think I'm okay. Oh, that's good. Honey, I'll send you a cupcake. I'll send oh, 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 there you oh, go. He's down. He's down. Down. Oh. Hey, um, we sure are adding a lot of girls to the show this week. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Well, you can't go wrong with more women, I always say. Yay. Marin Dungey is here. I heard, Ralph. <laughs> what? <laughs> Once Upon a Time, airing this Sunday night. She's uh, We've invited her to stick around until the end of the show because she wants to sing Don't Bogart with us, which we're very excited about. First, our type of the show is Beat Here's Ralph. Uh, it is my sad duty to uh, impart this tragic news because uh, one of my uh, TV heroes, Leonard Nimoy, who famously played Mr. Spock on Star Trek, has passed away. <laughs> Legendary Mr. Spock. He was 83 years old. He had been battling um, pulmonary disease. It's yeah, Dr. Spock years. wrote the baby books. Mr. Right, Spock right. was the, the, the Star Trek it, guy. People. <laughs> remember, uh, remember the Leonard Nimoy disaster on the Kevin oh, Bean show back in the day? God, Don't bring that up. That. What happened? Don't bring that up. Well, we had Marin. on... We had on Mr. Nimoy, right. and he was at the, he was also a very accomplished photographer. I yeah. don't know if you remember that. Painter, he had a lot of different interests. Painter, yeah, yeah, very talented guy. And he had a book out where he took a he took photos of of nudes. It was all nude women. You're gonna you're gonna bring this up the day we announced he died. This is an important story. This oh, is our tribute. And some of the some of the women were of an unconventional size for that kind of photograph in some people's eyes, and by some people I mean Kevin. And here's him with Mr. Nimoy on the phone. I didn't know if I would do her justice. I didn't want to make fun of her. I didn't want to ridicule her in any way. I wanted to do her justice and do a decent job. Didn't know if you had a wide enough angle lens. Oh, stop it, Kevin. Oh, boy. What was that? Nothing. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that might have been the last time Leonard Nimoy ever came on the show with us. Mr. Spock was going to kick your ass. (laughs) In my defense, they were... 400 pounds. But that doesn't mean they still weren't interesting all subjects in great photographs. But Kevin. they were all... It was. The very point was, I wanted to, to respect her humanity and not make fun of her and not judge her by her size, but photograph the beauty of within. And on the tail of that, you say, you don't have enough wide enough lens? <laughs> I mean, it, he wasn't wow. shooting porn, you know. He was shooting art photos. Yeah. So lightning's not the only one driving people away. No, exactly. Oh, no, exactly. Wait, it's, it's the whole team. We yeah. all take turns. Okay, sure. We all take turns. I wouldn't have brought that up on the day that we announced he dies, but okay. That's well, a choice. It's important to be honest. Certainly a choice. Nothing else. To not like it would make them dickheads. <laughs> That's right. I have a clip if you want to hear some new TLC. You've already got the new music? From, I'm surprised, Kevin, because they, they were just raising the money. I don't know. Right. How could they even have recorded well, they've anything? they've been working in the background. <laughs> the background. It's going to be great in the background. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to hearing that new TLC Hot music. This is, <laughs> this is new TLC. <laughs> Super Calibre. 
different sound for them. Not the rivers and lakes we're used to. Another departure. New I direction. smell a Grammy. <laughs> Josh Groban's 34 years old today. You have any new Josh Groban music? <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Well, maybe he might be working on a new album. <laughs> and actress Katie Mara celebrates her 32nd birthday today. Oh. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. Thank you, Ralph. Monday morning, we're going to announce April Foolishness. What? By what? the way. You just did, I think. Nice work, man. Was I not allowed to say that? Uh, Monday morning, we're going to announce something huge. (laughs) I'm going to cut it there. I've already uploaded the drive. You guys do what you want. Nice. Uh, So, wait. So then the story was, according to Sluggo and Allie, that Allie left. Allie went on vacation, and she filled in. I'm going to say that's probably true, but that wasn't until 2019. The ones I found were from 2015. And I believe she was in doing uh, what she just say. God damn it! Once damn upon it. a time. Yeah, and um, so Where I she think was she was Ursula. sitting in for that. And then I think, okay, I don't know exactly when did Al when did Lisa leave and Allie came in. Was that because this was in February of 2015? I don't know. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess that the Lisa May Allie thing uh, was later. And then I think in 2019, I believe in the archive, then that's when she called Marin to come in. But I thought this was kind of cool because there's a kismet. Like she kind of fit in well. She didn't talk too much, but she said some things, you know, and so I kind of started at the beginning. All right. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Was he still married in 2015? Yes. Oh. I think so. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. That's probably not it. This is not his meet cute then. This is no the no. first time no, they met. There and she kind of fits in and just kind of talk. And then you can tell him, uh, you know, oh, you're not going to bring that up. Please don't bring that up. I mean, there's plenty of times I bring up the Leonard Nimoy thing and he doesn't fight it that hard. You know, like oh really? And then they'll just play it and then off they go. So there's a little bit like no, don't play it. No, don't play it. Please don't. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. Listen or judge for themselves. Exactly. <laughs> this is like our version of the time traveler's wife. <laughs> we sort get to of. go back in time and correct things. But don't most of the time. Well, no. Is what I'm finding out. Because then you get a divorce. With Here's the thing. When you're, when you're just making stuff up and you're just trying to be funny and trying to be entertaining, sometimes you say things, they come out wrong or they're not, they weren't funny in the first place. You hear them in your head funny, mm-hmm. but they don't come out funny. Speak for yourself, Kimo I am. Uh, I am. So that's why we have. Would you like to take that back? All right, so I don't know which examples these are. I haven't heard them yet. Let's just roll the dice. There we go. This is the first one. Kim Kardashian and Reggie Bush may have been reunited, and it feels so good. Well, that didn't last long. Apparently. There you go. Reunited. reunited and it feels so good. And it feels so well, good. Would you like to take that back? What could be more and punto than the classic <laughs> song from Peaches and Herb? From 1979. What right. could be less relevant to the group of people who listen to this radio station Reunited. than Peaches and Herb. And it feels so good. I insist you take that back. <laughs> Would you uh, like to take that back? I refuse, sir, to take that back. Whoa. Would you like to take Herb. that back? <laughs> There's no other pop culture reference to be made about the word reunited. Right? Oh, so you don't. You just let it go? Oh, Lisa. Would you like to take that back? What a drab, beige world you must live in. <laughs> With Could no Ralph, peaches and herb references? Right, with no sweet reunited feels so good. Wow. Could Ralph argue, Kevin? I think there may be a case to be made for the fact that that song was so popular nope. that that expression has entered the language as being something that is said even from people who don't know yeah, He song. could argue that. He could also say there's no gravity. It doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> Would you like to take that back? 
I'm standing by my denial. You're standing by it. All right. Would you like to take that back? I said no. <laughs> Moving on, sir. <laughs> would you like to take that back? No, I would not. He doesn't have to take it back. We're asking him if he would like to. He says no. We have to move on to the next example. I'll wear the scarlet letter of shame, but I won't take it back. That's would you like to take that back? I right. I think he's already answered your question, Your Honor. Would you like to... No. Would you... If I take it back, can we move on? Yes. All right, I take it yes! back. Yes! Finally! You beat me into submission. Now we can move on. Major roadblock in this um, movie they're making about the Runaways. This is the all-girl rock band that was Joan Jett's first band. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We uh, we may have to get our friend Major Roadblock on the air and find out what he has to say about it. <laughs> he served with Major Announcement in the war. Man, in the war. Would you like to take that back? I love Major Announcement, and I love Major Roadblock. Like, I think that they are, they are, should be regulars on the Kevin and Beach. No, I will not take that back. Oh. Thank you, Lisa. So well, Whoa. then, so what? Here's the, here's the odd thing. You weren't laughing. I did. No, there no was, it was, was just me groaning. It was Ralph, like, trying to fake his way through laughing because it was awkward that it, wasn't, that it was when so not funny. When he added Major Announcement, I giggled. Uh, wow. Oh, sweet Jesus. I'm standing We're by not going to play this game if everybody's all proud of their BS. <laughs> well, we got to be honest, though. We can't just take it back because you want to stick it back. I'm proud of it. I would do it again. If Ralph came up with another major roadblock, I would ask <laughs> questions about whether room? we can speak to him or not. Yes, I did. Uh, what was the room's response to that? The room was uh, was, was, was lukewarm. Cool. No, <laughs> not even lukewarm. It was a little right, chilly. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit chilly. <laughs> I'm standing by major roadblock, though. Wow. This isn't even any fun. compounded, too. Being throughout major roadblock and then compounded it with major announcements. Yeah. See, I think that's what made it work. That was, I that do, was too. I was injury. For folks who didn't get that major roadblock uh, is just an expression and not a, a guy in the service that we can talk it. to, Bean, I we wanted to need explanation. No, but I think some people didn't get it until I referenced major announcement as being something. When he served with. I think that's what brought it home, and that's what I'm proudest of. Would you like to take that back? <laughs> nope. Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin celebrates his 61st birthday today. Let's give a whole lot of love to Robert Plant, shall we? Nice. Come on! Would you like to take that back? Come on! <laughs> Would you like to take that back? No, whole lot of love. Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, come on! Yeah, I think we get the tie-in, but... Well, then, you can't possibly ask me to take it back if you get the tie-in. That wasn't even a reach. That was spot on! Wow. One of the biggest Led Zeppelin songs ever. You guys love some you. Completely germane to the conversation. They're in denial. All right, here we go. Kenny Baker, a little R2-D2 in Star Wars, is 75 years old today. Just think about the state of films where they had to get a midget and put him in a tin can in order to make that robot work. You wouldn't have to do that today. No. No. And how did he talk that way? (laughs) Yes, um, I would. (laughs) But not all of them killed him. All right, so I I answered that one already. You sure did. (laughs) You know why? Because I can tell when I say something and people don't laugh. To me, that means it's not a good joke. That was a preemptive take back. Would you like to take that back? And this is from today's show. But not all of them killed him. No, no, no. But, <laughs> I think sure. that's the difference. A lot of them gave him a lot of drugs that they weren't supposed and to. This doctor was the killer doctor. True. So and not only that, but he also starred in Caddyshack, which I think is uh, is great. Oh, that was Bill Murray. Bill. This is Conrad Murray. Wow. Yeah. Really, yeah. Ralph? Wow. 
Yeah, I'll take that one. Quick <laughs> you take that one back. Yeah, that was, All right. Uh, good decision. That, that was uh, totally dependent on someone stepping in and pulling the old Gilligan's Island. No, that was Bill Murray. And there was no one there to do that. So it was just kind of hanging out there, twisted in the breeze. Oh, I had lost faith in you. Now I'm that getting was, my faith that, back. That was ugly. All right. Yeah. The loaf. The loaf. The loaf. He's the loaf. He is. You know, if he asks you to do something, you say, I will do anything for love. Yeah. I won't do that. That's mm-hmm. what you tell him. Mm. Ladies wow. and gentlemen. Meatloaf. Would you like to take that back? We're talking about meatloaf. There. Yeah, the loaf. Yep. Well, what would you like to take that back? What you? are you asking Ralph to take back? I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Yes. Oh, don't do it. No. Ralph. What do you think? I'm taking another part of that conversation. <laughs> I thought maybe you were having problems with the loaf. I thought because in the past you've uh, mocked us for he calling like him the loaf. loaf news. He does not like loaf, loaf, loaf news. news. He's a loaf hater. <laughs> he is. In general, Kevin is not loaf a fan of the loaf news. Loaf is not exactly uh, relevant. Yeah, but he's forever. He's now and forever. He's like Cats, the musical. <laughs> His Cats ended. <laughs> Look, a hundred years. Cats closed its doors. He did close. That's so true. So not so much forever, I guess. A <laughs> hundred years ago, people will still love Fight Club, which he co-starred in. And a hundred years from now, people will still be buying the Bad Out of Hell album. I mean, Loaf is forever. I, I think Loaf wins. Would you like to take that back? Knowing that Bean would not take that back. I absolutely Ralph. would take it back. All right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Well, the great thing about the would you like to take it back is they condense it and edit it all for you. You're just because if you were to try to edit that yourself, you know, so it's really kind of they were quite the foresight kind of people back then. So it's good. Yeah. Knowing when to mark all those things is. Yeah. Pure talent. I'm going to say thank you, Omar. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Omar. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So very good. Thank you, Omar. And thank you, Ralph, for the theme. Yep. And thank you, India. <laughs> I do agree with him on the peaches and herb, not taking that back. That was classic. That was good. Right. They yeah. use that uh, all the time. I think not one of those jokes I got. <laughs> oh, I no. Uh, not Meatloaf? One. I mean, yeah, I guess I got it. I always wanted them to do a reverse take that back, where if it was so good, you know, he could vote on it. And so instead of taking it back, it got an award. Oh, like the nice. peaches and herb one, that should have got the award. Right. <laughs> but what about a whole lot of love? That was great too. That's strong. It was timely. All right. What is next? I don't the, know. The roundup. The roundup or the week that was. Let's do the roundup. Get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> Could you sound less enthusiastic? Well, I mean. Okay, so we were supposed to leave Sunday, and we stayed till Monday. Oh, no. And so you just got home. Yeah. Oh, how long Literally, you I'm just, like, downloading, uh, uploading the clips onto the thing that plays them and cutting everything together. So I hope the opening theme didn't sound too crazy. So it's, it's going to be, be janky. Great. This is awesome. It's going to be our favorite. Janky Delic. This is our favorite. Speaking of janky, remember, janky town is your best entertainment value, kids. Yes, absolutely. Wait. Yeah, we need to find out if we're still part of the janky town podcast network. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think we are. They haven't said anything, right? I don't think we're going to find out anytime soon. (laughs) March 2024, we're going to get those ads. All right, here we go. (laughs) Say hello to my little friend. Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello 
to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. That that's brain damage, and and that's coming from me. All right, let's start off with Kevin and Sluggo. Um, Kevin and Sluggo tell you the one and only reason why they would get a tattoo. A Venezuelan artist and social media influencer. Okay. Travels to Mexico mm-hmm. and finds a monkey and gets the monkey to tattoo him. I, I, you know, usually I'm like looking at you like, what kind of crap is this? Right. I like this story. That was my response. What's wrong with us? Listen to the guy. Okay, so I'm here in the middle of Mexico next to a McDonald's, and I'm waiting for a white van to show up with a monkey inside because I'm about to meet a monkey. First of all, white van. <laughs> white vans, usually monkeys do show up in white vans. White, van, white vans are always up to no always good. Always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free ice cream, <laughs> free candy, free monkeys. Always good. Teach him how to tattoo, and he's going to tattoo me. Wow, I love this. I love this. <laughs> well, that was my response, too. And then I thought, why am I so excited about this? I, What's wrong with I, me? I don't, I don't have any see, tattoos. Neither you do I. But I'm not opposed. I just Same. never cared. Same. But I've always kind of thought if the right thing came along. A monkey. A monkey, for right. example. <laughs> so he meets the guy with the monkey. Okay. And he puts lines on his skin so that the monkey can follow them, which he, of course, doesn't. Is there a video? You know why? Monkey. Why? A monkey. Exactly. There is video. Monkey. Wouldn't it be great if when Kevin and Marin got married, they got matching monkey tattoos done by a monkey? I think that would be amazing. Yes. And the thing is, I think, do do any of you guys have tattoos? No. I don't either. Yes. Oh, you do? Oh, nice. No tattoos and no monkeys. I have two um, tattoos. Yeah. But if I could get a tattoo from a monkey, then I might be interested. Definitely. You can't pass up a monkey giving you a tattoo. Right? Either that or or we should get the uh, Quitters logo tattooed on our... I'm in, <laughs> and I want the monkey to do it. <laughs> okay, that might be my first tattoo. That's But a when idea. you look at the monkey, because Kevin did post this, when you look at the tattoo that the monkey did, the finished version, it was pretty much just a black spot. So... <laughs> I not... take it. All right, let's move over to Janky Town. Okay, thank get you. Get out of the tattoo. Talk yeah. so we can all go to bed soon. Okay. So I can, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Sounds like see. you need it more than I do. <laughs> so anyhow. Thank you, Town. Muggs brought in a story about drugs being decriminalized in Canada, and that led into an impromptu Janky Town Theater for Scarface. The headline was was misleading. They're not decriminalizing it. They're they just are not just prosecuting. not prosecuting. Small amounts. Small, yeah, small amounts. amounts. Yes. Like you, can't tra- you can't be trafficking that shit. Yeah, you can't be like, yo, I'm Tony Montana, man. I got my, my, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. No, nice. That was good, Tony Montana. That was great. I got my le- my, my kilos of cocaine. Oh. Who wants some? <laughs> Here, don't you, you ever talk to me like that. Yeah, your Tony was a little better than mine. Don't you ever doubt a drug story I bring you. That's true. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, Tony. It's okay. Yes, Tony. Yes, Tony. I'll be like, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Mano- what's his Damn it, Muggs. Manolo. 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 Sorry, Tony. Sorry, Tony. You stay away from my sister. Well, she's beautiful, Tony. She's beautiful. Don't you ever say that. I love her, Tony. I love her. No, you don't. We got I will kill Tony. you at the end of the movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert, dude. Come oh, on. sorry. <laughs> my bad. And scene. So, you just close your eyes. You just see the Scarface movie. You don't need to watch the Scarface movie. I thought that was the middle of West Side Story for a second. Are, are, ah! those, ac- <laughs> are those accents actually 
<laughs> true to characters? I don't think so. I never saw Scarface. So it sounds funny. like Tony Montoya from the Yeah, Montoya. They were saying that wrong. It's Tony right, Montoya. The Princess Bride. You killed my father, oh. prepared to die. That's, That's Inigo. That's I'm... what I thought too. That's Inigo Montoya. But again, Tony with a, an accent that I can't mm. imagine was in Scarface with no, a sister. Actually, when the movie came out, they gave that movie a lot of grief for such an over-the-top accent. Yes, oh, okay. that it's it's a movie that it was really good. I saw when I was in kindergarten, uh, which was probably inappropriate. But uh, yeah, because it came out in 1980, and I remember seeing it at theater because my grandmother loved Robert De Niro, so whatever he was in, we would go to the movies. So whatever instead of like, rated. yeah, <laughs> so in, instead of Lady and the Tramp, fucking Scarface. Anyhow, he does sound. <laughs> He does sound close to that, sort of. Christopher's Not... upbringing is fantastic. I was <laughs> going to say. I love it. Mm. it had it's either the best or the worst upbringing. I'm not sure. I don't. He turned <laughs> out quite well, so I'm going to say it was the best. Mm. <laughs> it could be in spite of it, he turned out well. Whatever yeah, works. It's, yeah. Well, okay. It's kind of true. When we get Dr. But... Rachel in here, we'll figure this out. Yeah. Speaking of Dr. Rachel, they held the, the second janky town jankademic or jankadelic decathlon all right mugs it's that time it's time for the rematch of the century the last time Going we did this it down. didn't go too well but it is time for the second jankadelic decathlon between beer mug and dr rachel lipnicki is it jankadelic or jankademic? Jankademic. God damn it. No. It's the jankademic. Unless we're parliament funkadelic, then... Right, right. Yeah. That's what I was trying to determine. <laughs> All right. It's... Okay, let me take, take two. It's time for the jankademic decathlon with Beer Mug and Dr. Rachel Lipnicki. So even Dave can't get the, the thing right. Um, but uh, Beer Mug won again, so... Yay. And, and <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was kind of a weird, it was weird because I was I was kind of disappointed in Dr. Rachel for losing the beer mug. I mean, I lost to beer mug at cornhole, but she lost to beer mug in trivia. That hurts. She's smart. Goes away. <laughs> so it's just the letter you wear forever. But uh Jankadelic, I think uh, I think I'm gonna form a band and just call it Jankadelic. I have I to like get back it. into music now. I want to see it at the Troub. <laughs> All right, let's go over to the Ralph report. Ralph, uh, Ralph uh, was preparing for the Super Bowl. The Eagles were in it, um, and there was a wager place with Eric Stone Street. Want to put a little wager on this game? Yeah, what do you say, a bottle of Buffalo Trace? And if the Eagles win, you and I sit down again with a pair of microphones and crack that sucker. Mm. Come on. Sounds dangerous, but yes, I'll, I'll accept your bet. What if, right. wait, if lose, I don't have to do that? <laughs> well, your call, whatever you want. Whoever, uh, let's, let's do it no matter what, and whoever loses buys. Yeah, okay, that's fine, that's fine. That sound fair? Yeah, that's good. So the wager was the person buys Buffalo Trace bourbon, and uh, now it's Monday, we get to see the Super Bowl, and 
Sorry, Ralph. Well, Eric Stone Street won, though, so that's okay. We like him. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It was kind of a win-win because, yeah. Because yeah. no matter what happened, Eric Stone Street was going to come on the show and they were yeah. going to drink a bottle of Buffalo Trace. So. so did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. I watched Rihanna. What? Eddie? No, I didn't watch it. Okay, so yeah. I watched it. Awesome. Wow, this has got to be the oddest assortment of people ever. I was in well, Vegas and yeah yeah there was yeah lots of gambling lots of running around Chris um, had a busy weekend yeah I I don't gamble but there's a lot of people wagering on the game it was crowded it was Valentine's weekend it was not a good choice to go this weekend but it was fun anyways there we go on the quit on the quitters never go up on <laughs> And a cup of tea and a chat with Ali and Bean. Uh, they went over the the uh, nothingness forever. Did you guys hear about this? Uh, I guess it's on Twitch. It's a show. It's basically Seinfeld, but it's just yes. mm-hmm. chatbot. I have a clip Feinberg, of it. Feinberg, right? What happened? I think it was called Feinberg, right? Feinberg? Feinberg. What? Isn't that it's what it was nothing, called? Nothing, the chatbot, yeah. Nothing forever. Oh, I thought it was called Feinberg. Nothing. Well, anyway, take nothing forever. Uh, uh, this is what it sounds like. Did you ever stop and think that this might all be one big cosmic joke? Well, I don't think it's necessarily all, you know. Yeah, I know. I just mean, like, why are we here? To tell jokes, obviously. I mean, why are we here together? Maybe fate put us in the same place for a reason? <laughs> to make the world a funnier place? Yeah, that could be it. Alright, I'm in. Let's do it. So it really sucked. I don't know. It, it wasn't funny to me. Um, this was Ali's reaction. What's this called again? Nothing forever. It's on okay, Twitch. I, no, it I've changed now. the name to Thanks. I hate it. You're not gonna watch it. It's not for Hell you. no, I hate You're not gonna, it. It's so good. Allie, I'm oh telling you. I'm telling you, it's so good. I think the best part of this whole segment though was when Bean asked when the last Seinfeld was, and Allie found out it yes. was 1998. By the way, the last Seinfeld, May 14th, 1998. Is that 15 years? Is that that was my guess. Is that am I doing the right thing? It was math? 1998 15 years? Yes, it was. It was 15 years ago. Bean. I know you hate maths, but I think that's How right. bad am I at math that I think it's 25 <laughs> years? No, 1998 is only 15 because then 2008 would be 10 and then add 5 years to that, it's 2013, right? Yes? You think we're in 2013? Oh my God, we're in 2023. How bad am I at math? Holy shit! I, I honestly, I'm like, am I, I, has an alien abducted me? Am I experiencing lost time? I swear it is 2020. It's 25 Holy years, shit. Oh my God, I need to listen back to this because I, I started breathing heavy. I started looking around. Because you Bing. thought you were the crazy one. Yes! It's been 25 years. Yeah, being no, lost I... track of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That was crazy though. Like, I don't, we've <laughs> all been that, there. And I was listening early in the morning and I'm like, am I wrong? I'm like, wait. So yeah, it kind of bent my brain for a minute. It's an interesting phenomenon because this has happened in other podcasts and other with friends of mine where we don't understand how far the 90s were. The 90s were 30 years ago, like 1990 was 30 years ago. And it doesn't seem that far away. Well, that's what they were saying about the um, the 70s show that aired in the 90s. And mm -hmm. so now they have the new 90s show on Netflix. And but the 70s show in the 90s is further away than we are in the what I say, the 90s show in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. I think Sorry. it's because of Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise doesn't age. So we don't have any kind of metric to measure when sense. 1990 and when 1988 was. And also J-Lo. J-Lo has been famous for 30 years now, and we just don't see her age at all. She doesn't, and neither does uh, Tom Cruise. I mean, he does age a little, but not very much compared to, like, look at your other friends that are in their late 50s. I just go by my age or my brother's age easy <laughs> all right let's go over to <laughs> even though bean was completely wrong about 1998 being 15 years ago he had he got upset about people complaining about him being wrong look i'm very loosey-goosey with the facts i am not an authoritative figure i am not somebody that you should trust when you hear something when you hear something coming out of my mouth don't believe it okay no source it Right. But on the and I don't know what it is. Maybe you can explain it. Why is it that all of our teabaggers are dictionaries now and, and historians, uh, encyclopedias and, now, right. and calling out like, why is it they don't hear something and go, well, that's not right, but I'm just going to move on with my day? Why do they have to let us know? Because it's starting to bum me out a little yeah. bit. So I heard this, and this was the first time that this happened. I had to immediately stop the podcast and call in. I. I I, okay, so I stopped it, was going to call in. Then I said, no, let me listen for a little bit, see if they corrected themselves, see if they brought it up, see if Ali, you know, mentioned it. But I, I called in, and this was my call. Ali, our brand is failure, is what he said. Mm -hmm. I mean, not <laughs> wrong, number one. Uh, but uh, there are certain things that are funny screw-ups. Then there are certain things that, like, you got that date wrong in American history by one year. How dare you? Well, Let's here's a listener this. who has a theory as to mm. why, really, it's my fault that we have kind of trained our listeners to overcorrect. So, Mr. Strongly Worded Letter, Mr. Daylight Saving, Not Saving, is wondering why we are compelled to call in and correct every single mistake we hear. Mm. Well, Bean, we learned it from watching you. <laughs> we learned it from watching you. I can't argue. Your brain that. is in that frying pan, Bean. Uh, I know. And that was exactly my thought, is that Bean is the type of person that would call in and correct everybody on their radio show or podcast. So why is he asking if we're calling in and correcting him? Point. I don't know, man, but it was funny. Somebody walked in the store the other day, was asking for a particular type of canned food, and I had a total brain fart. I'm like, I've never carried that dog food. It was on my shelf. <laughs> you're wearing so this shirt we all have it maybe getting older i don't know i mean everybody Happy. makes mistakes i mean listen yeah. to the beginning middle and yeah. you know start of the podcast and what's um, to come 
what's to come. Uh, mistakes happen, but we would think, I would think Bean would be like a pig in slop in corrections. I think Bean would be like, oh yeah, I messed up. You corrected me. That's an interesting fact. But he he got all, he kind of got hurt and I felt bad, but I, I learned it from watching him. I learned it or from listening him. to him, potentially. <laughs> yeah, but that's the drug commercial. You get it? There's a commercial from the 80s where the kid tells his dad, I learned it from watching you. How would I know that? It's a PSA from the 80s, yeah. Right, I'm just saying, how would I know that? Fill us in, Eddie. Oh, well, he just said it. It's a commercial and the kid's uh, (laughs) doing drugs and they're like, what are you doing drugs? His father's yelling at him, I learned it from you, dad. Is that the Very uh, egg one where they, this is your brain on drugs. They cook an egg. <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's, it's in that same time. Okay. But it's, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a little different. It's in the same time, but it's a little different. It's yours. No, I mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have what? Look, dad, it's where not- did you get it? Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Where's my more you know drop? Do, do, do. Some (laughs) father time narrating that. Yeah, it was fucking old. All right, people. That's the podcast roundup. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Let's do the week that was. <laughs> I love our drinking shows. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week that was the 2012. Our fucking day. days of my life that was on rough. that was a rough rough yeah. show we're doing the week that was here we got february 6 to 10 2012 this was a, a weird week i found out i'm an obsessive fan and i found out like three drops where they came from but anyway let's start our history lesson with a call-in topic you missed out on something big and being told a very interesting story about someone on k-rock I'm going to nope. tell you guys a story that isn't about me. Gosh, I hope it's okay to tell this story on the air. I, th- I, th- I think it's fairly well known. The story about Stryker and the TV show he could have been on, Kevin, you think that uh, one's okay uh, to tell? Um, yeah, I imagine. I mean, it's been a few years now. He has to have gotten over it. Stryker, who, as you know, is on Afternoons here at K-Rock, is an awesome dude. And he does a fair amount of television, too. He does some hosting and whatnot. He's really, really, really good on the radio and really, really good on television. He had the opportunity about 10 years ago or so and was offered a job hosting a new reality show. And it was called American Idol. Oh, no. And he went to Mr. Weatherby or boss and he said, I've got this opportunity to host this show. It's called American Idol. And kids come in. It's like a karaoke show, but kids come in and they sing songs. And then we pick a winner at the end of the season. And Mr. Weatherby, in all of his greatness and genius, said... I don't really think that uh, sounds like a winner. I don't think that's a good sh- a good idea. It sounds kind of cheesy. doesn't sound like the kind of show that uh, really is reflective of what we're doing here at K-Rock. I think it'd probably be best if you passed on that. It's not going to do anything. It's yeah. just going to be embarrassing. It's going to be on TV. No one's going to like it. And then you're going to look bad with a stench of failure on you. 
So he said, all right, I think it could be cool, but if you say so, I, I, I won't take it. Well, that's how the world got Ryan Seacrest, ladies and gentlemen, because Ryan Seacrest Damn was it. instead hired instead of Ted. That's an amazing story, isn't it? Yeah, I think Strikers talked about it, too. He did it. Uh, he mentioned it on Tuna and Toast, one of his early episodes. Uh, can you imagine that? I've, I don't think it bothered Stryker. He seems like he's pretty cool with his life, but wow, that could really mess you up if you missed out on being on that show. Not that it's a great show, but it was a successful show. So this is American Idol, right? That's yeah. right, yeah. So there was another gentleman named Brian Dunkelman that was also a host in the first year, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he left. Um, he left because uh, they were just so harsh on people and he didn't feel right about it. And then everybody like kind of made fun of him, whatever. And yes, I can see where the money went and how they wanted to do what they did. How, But he was just kind of like, they're just being mean. And so I don't know that Stryker, I think he's got too big of a heart to be able to play on that game. You're saying Stryker would have been Dunkelman. Yeah, kind of. Well, they're saying if he would have been on, you know, he would have stayed on, not get kicked off like Dunkelman was. And then he there would be been. no. He could have been. I just don't. I, he's striker's got like his little soft heart and everything. I don't. I don't know. And maybe that was kind of what they were trying to look for—a balance between um, Seacrest and a nice guy. Because Seacrest was like me, high five a blind guy, right? <laughs> Not paying attention. <laughs> nice. All about me. And so maybe they were trying to look for two different hosts that were gonna. Uh, oppose each other versus balance balance each other out so it may not have been a good thing for striker just because it wasn't a good thing for brian dunkelman i mean i could be wrong i don't know i'm not in hollywood whatever yeah it's just interesting the sliding doors theory of what could happen yeah right and secrets got a lot of his money and fame from producing stuff like he brought us the kardashians Mm -hmm. wait so if if striker got the job and not seacrest we wouldn't have the Kardashians. I thought you were going to go Kelly Clarkson route oh either way, but you know, such a good thing. Yeah. I think I was, I would say they're probably looking for somebody like Stryker, Dunkelman, whatever to balance out Seacrest. who doesn't give a shit. He's just all about TV. Um, but they were trying to balance it out. I don't, I mean, I want the best for Stryker. He's amazing. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe it, all things happen for a reason. And Stryker doesn't have a bad reputation. Stryker's lovely and amazing. And Seacrest, on the opposite. Okay, that's our Stryker segment for the week. Let's go on to Lisa Maya gave her her rap name. And then she gave her, or they gave her a jingle the next week. That might be a good opportunity to bring our old friend LL Cool May back into the studio. Lisa May is going to rap Kanye songs for you. All you have to do is tell us what the song is. And you'll win. What's this one called? Do we know? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Lisa May, a.k.a. LL Kume. And the rap game is my forte. Even got more skills than Kanye. Just guess these lyrics that are rap now. Just check my flow, you'll scream wow. You'll check the Grammys, boom, boom, pow. This is LL Kume's house now. Yeah! 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 Let's just keep playing that. Oh, my God. Wasn't that a great jingle? That must have been Omar, I'm thinking. That's amazing. So yeah. good. Amazing. Uh, let me see. Bean was in fine form getting ready for Valentine's Day. Let's do some true romance with Bean. 
We mentioned we're going to be talking about multiple wedding proposals. These are women, and Lisa, you wouldn't know anything about this, but women who get constantly proposed to by their men over and over and over again. They can't, they can't stop not wanting to marry them. What? You're a dick. Thank what? you, Lisa. Bean, or Lisa Maeve was very feisty this week, and I can confirm that Bean was totally wrong because I proposed to Lisa Maeve dozens of times. I guess through email doesn't count. Uh, so anyway, it's a new law that they passed. Let's uh, go to some more romance from Bean. You're a dick. That wasn't it. This one. What do women want for Valentine's Day? We have just enough time now. What is it? Friday and then Tuesday is Valentine's Day. How long have you been married? It doesn't matter. I can't believe you're even asking this question. Look. You're an idiot. No. Well, that's very possible. (laughs) That's very possible. Uh, Bean and I are coming from different places. I want to do it right. Yes. And and fearful. Okay. Because... Because you never have? Because you're supposed to know a lot of stuff, apparently, and none of us do. Okay. I want to know it. All right. I would love it if I knew it, but I don't. I applaud the effort. Bean does not want to be told that he has to do anything Tuesday and will not. Well, because every day is Valentine's Day at my house. Right, exactly. So there's nothing, nothing special. <laughs> there's nothing special about February 14th. It couldn't be more romantic than I already am the other 365 days this year. Bean, not very romantic. We want to get Donna's side of this one of these days. More history. It was the birthday of a member of Paramore. So listen what happens as Ralph goes into it. Jeremy Davis of Paramore is 27 years old. Anyway, a little bit later on this morning, a live performance from K Rock. Uh, and from uh, Paramore. No, Paramore. <laughs> yeah. Coming Paramore's up. the name of the band. They'll be doing the live performance. <laughs> Coming up on the you need to lay down. You know? <laughs> it's one of the worst days of my life. Come on now. Rough. That was a rough, rough yeah. show. Never been higher. <laughs> I missed it. I've, I've, I've never heard more stories about a show, though, than that Just one. Just some oh. granola ball. That was the beginning of the granola bars. <laughs> my mouth is drunk with some of the granola ball for breakfast. <laughs> Surfer Bethany Hamilton is 22 years old today. Kevin just lies all the time. Oh, granola bar for breakfast. Never did a dress since comedy. (laughs) Just lie. Everything he opens his mouth is a lie. Because nothing I've done am I proud of. So I just lie automatically. (laughs) You can look it up on the archive. This was Paramore. They were at the Troube for reals this time. It was 92909. So if you want to hear Kevin in all his glory, go to the archive and look that up. And another weird thing was that there was a story that they were going to make a Jetsons movie. And I think Kanye had started saying that he was going to have something to do with it, even though he wasn't involved. So listen to Ralph report the story and how it goes. And they're going to make a Jetsons movie, a real live action Jetsons movie. Kanye West was right. Yeah. Hanna-Barbera cartoon, The Jetsons. Live action, no word on casting for George or Jane or Judy or Elroy or Astro or Rosie the Robot. I uh, suggest Stephen Hawking for Rosie the Robot. I think <laughs> I like that'd be it. great casting. I like it. Where's your food, Mr. Jetson? <laughs> awesome. Uh, there was a uh, feature-length animated film, The Jetsons, back in 1990, I think they made that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Didn't you guys have some connection to nope. the, uh, the Jetsons movie? Nope. Wasn't there some connection? Not with- us. Thinking of Mark and Brian. Oh, was it? It's so funny because I was trying to think <laughs> if we did or not. Bean clearly remembers. Yes, he does. He's denying it. No, he didn't. Ralph. I think there was some connection nope. with Kevin and Bean in the 1990s. Uh, Judy, there was no connection. The Jetsons movie. Just, I don't even just, know what it just is. Just Mark and Brian. But yeah. I know that there wasn't one. No, I'm pretty sure there was. What no? would they have done no? to you? You're think? mistaken. 
Uh, you're, least, you're remembering wrong. Lisa, you may not remember this, but I think at the time of the release of that animated feature-length film, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin and Bean did a uh, hilarious uh, Jetsons sketch, a live-action oh! Jetsons play with the Jetsons. Right, that thing that Mark O'Brien did. Now I remember. Where Bean played Judy Jetsons' uh, boyfriend. Oh, no. and, you know, don't make me bust this out, because we got on. a lot of room in tomorrow's show, and you can fess up to it now, <laughs> we or don't I can do an entire break tomorrow. No. Oh, I think I need to we hear did it. We did it! We did no, it! Fair enough, Lisa. I think we'll have to, t- we'll yep. have to revisit this said, tomorrow wait, with the Jetsons news. Too fess late. Up to oh. it. Too late. So, Ralph threatened them and then the next day he did bring it in. And the funny thing is, you can still find this on the archive. Uh, the date is 1-13-2006. So it's there in all its glory. I'm not going to bring the whole thing in, but I'm going to bring in a couple of clips. Uh, this, uh, this is how long ago this bit was. This was back in the day where Kevin Bean used to talk to Doc, <laughs> and they would involve him in their stuff on the radio. He yeah. was the announcer for the Kevin and Bean meets the Jetsons in space radio play. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood, it's Kevin and Bean and the Jetsons in Homer Space. Yeah. Listen to that crowd go crazy. They know they're in for some entertainment. (laughs) You were really pumped at that point. Doc did a good job announcing, actually, if you ask me. So, yeah, that was at Universal City. And the audience was really into it. Let's see. I got one clip here that's pretty good. Let me see if I've got this straight. You guys are all cartoons. (laughs) And the Jetsons, no less. Uh-huh. Super. Uh, acting. I think Bean got an, an EGOT just for that one performance there. <laughs> Super. Super, yeah. Super. <laughs> hey, here's another thing that, this is a drop I heard for years and I never knew where it came from, so this was a surprise to me. If any of you guys know what it is, you can jump in. And I'm happy to say that Shayla Hershey is okay, 32 years old. We've oh. had her on the show before. Do you know who she is, Kim? No, Kim, we've had name? her on before. She is the woman with the Guinness Book World Records' world's largest breasts. Oh, yes. She had 38 triple M breasts. She has had over 30 breast enlargement surgeries. No guesses. Okay, I didn't know either. Let's see who she was. But anyway, we have had her on the show before, and uh, maybe time to up uh, to update uh, and give her a call again. Oh, and see what's she's up. a you so liar girl. Yeah, you girl? such big liar. You such big you liar. Such big liar. Oh, That's right. That is she her. Is crazy. Oh, such big liar. That's yeah. her. <laughs> okay. Now have, it all makes sense. We have had her on the show, <laughs> and she's as crazy as she sounds. Yep. Yeah, I never knew where that drop came from. They played it for years and years. Yeah. I always thought it was Tia Tequila. Remember, she had a show. On MTV. Yeah. So there you Nazi. go. Uh, what's her name? Sheila Hershey. Huh. There you go. There's your history lesson for this week, kids. Thank and you. That's the week that was. Back to you, Steve. All right. What are we doing now? Saying goodbye. We're ending, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time to say goodbye, Christopher. Party bus, Christopher. One thing is I thought the such big liar was a Brazilian butt lift That girl. was a good one. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that? Wasn't it a Brazilian? She was Brazilian. Miss Butt. Miss Butt. Miss, Miss, Butt. Miss Butt of 19-something. Do some research. Research department. I'm already afraid my wife's going to look at my browser history with the Sheila Hershey girl. I'm going to get in trouble. I love you guys. <laughs> this is the highlight of my week. Party bus Christopher, take us out. All right. All right, party bus Christopher. All right, party motherfuckers. All right, party people. What the fuck?
<laughs> All right, party people. Let's see. It is time to say goodbye. Uh, that is the end of our show. Please email us at quittersnevergiveup at gmail or follow us on Twitter at quittersnever or on Instagram at quittersnevergiveup. We don't have anything together. That's part of our brand. Uh, you can leave us a message at anchor.com or FM. follow the link in the description. Anchor FM, sorry. Is it Anchor FM? It is. Mm -hmm. It is? Wow. It is. What the hell does FM mean? Uh, that's a different ending. Like dot com, Free dot media. cars, dot whatever. You know, AM, FM. Wasn't yeah. that girl that did the you such big liar, the Brazilian butt lift girl? Like, I will end you. <laughs> Thank you, Party Bus Christopher. The love end. you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye guys. Welcome I home, love Christopher. You all. And now this. I can't believe it's a dream come true. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Can I dream bigger? You need better dreams. <laughs> Suck it, lightning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Why? Have you ever? Why? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. This is the worst summer ever. <laughs> Roll another one. About beer and hot wings. Just like the other one. Here's Carol Worthington and his dog, Fox. This seems to be about to quit. No, that's not true. And I need another hit. Kevin and Bean. You. You're not funny. You want to know funny? Walter Matthau. He's funny. Over top. That's a funny guy. Roll, 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 roll. Are you thinking you might want to have sex with me? No. Just like the other one. How dare you? This one seems to be about I agree with my love. Thank you, my Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.